Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons dog Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, I'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This episode, we're talking about season three's Lisa the Greek. And with me over Zoom is Jeremy Webby Webb. Gay Murph. And Nick Kwani Kwan. How are we, Murph? Not too bad. So, we actually did watch the episode together. We, um, Webby, you shared uh, your screen. Uh, no, we didn't. That would be an illegal <laughs> redistribution if you've seen any of those FBI notices that pop up on things that you illegally download. So, no, uh, we all independently, with our own paying services, watch the episode. Thank you in this recorded That's medium. That's what I meant to say. Yes. It uh, was. But, yeah. So, it's fresh in our minds. Um, quick summary is it's the episode where Homer and Lisa watch football together uh, and Lisa is very good at predicting the winners. Can we just start? So, like, with the very start with this episode, I don't get the title. Is there a reference? <laughs> it's a very it's a reference. Is, is, is it, it's a reference to Jimmy the Greek, um, yeah. who is um, a, a, a famous... Well, was a, I think he was a former player come... He's basically the guy um, that Phil Hartman voices... So yes. like he would he would do um, yeah like give predictions predictions that, okay right 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 it's still quite even if you're in the US I feel and know Jimmy the Greek I think it's still a strange title well um, Lisa doesn't but, sound like Jimmy at any like at all yeah there's an I that's all they got <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like there's uh, nothing to but, do with Greece but also this is that thing of that I'm sure I've brought up on this podcast before it's like. They don't say the name of the episode at the start no. or anything like that. So it's like, I never even exactly. knew I that I didn't understand the episode title because I never knew what the fuck it was. I think they should. I think, I think, I think you should hear the dinner and see like executive produced by Matt Groening, Sam Simon, James L. Brooks, and they directly turn to the camera and should say <laughs> this the episode title. Yeah. yeah. The first character you see walk on screen just like breaks the fourth wall mid stride. Yeah looks at you and says, Lisa the Greek, and then it appears <laughs> in text on the screen and they walk through it and it goes, it disappears into butterflies. And then the season well, starts. Back, there's an episode in season two, Bart gets hit by a car, where for some reason they do actually show the title. It's yeah. the only episode apart from the Treehouse of Horrors. Or like where they have a title card. Episodes. It's also yeah. like the one title that definitely is. That's what happens in the episode. <laughs> like you're gonna figure it out. Like you know, you're the one with buckets. <laughs> you know the one with buckets. If I can like that's the one that doesn't need. <laughs> like, it's like calling this episode. It's like calling this episode. Homer and Lisa gamble together, and then eventually Lisa forgives Homer. Like that's. <laughs> well, back in the day, they didn't um, give much thought to the titles. Because no one saw them, so this is before the internet, um, before the the book came out. So they didn't think anyone would even care about. It was the just title. something like, to put, put on the scripts, essentially. Yeah, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's why, like, you look. I'm. I've got well, the book with me now. I'm going. That's why I find it weird when people know the titles because I'm just like, <laughs> look, I only know what was in the show, content-wise. If it was in it, that's the world I exist in. I'm in. I'm in canon knowledge, I, none of this. I think it might be the same for you, Kwani. I know them because of the book. Yeah, I know, I know them because the of the book. And the, the, the VHS, book. like, uh, that's yeah. how you... So, yeah. You, yeah, you knew them. 
Ah, oh, okay. Um, a VHS that somebody else recorded for you, I assume. No, no, no. I got. <laughs> I rented them. I went to Video City. Video City. You, got, you guys didn't have that in the mainland. I just realised. No, that was we had our, Video um, Easy. You absolutely. Yeah, we we got Video Easy in two thousand, but before that we had, which we still had. It was. I think I, I, maybe I've definitely brought this up on this podcast, but we had the biggest, um, it was the biggest video store in the Southern Hemisphere at one stage. Ah. You could go in and get a milkshake. They even had a cafe there. What? Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it was massive and it was still ongoing until I believe 2016 maybe. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, uh, Daniel Connell, the comedian. Yeah, he he he's got a video city. He had a video city membership because there's they have a weekly uh, comedy club that uh, jokers, which uh, basically shared the same lot as the video uh-huh. city. And he was just like, I can't believe it's a video store, and went in and got a membership. I don't think he checked anything out because it was there for a night. But he definitely yeah. Uh, he, he just tells bankrupt. you that, but he just doesn't want to put on record that he fucked off with three VHS. It was, it, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was a good video store, right? They had a great little catchphrase. They had a great little song, sorry. It was like, good times, where can you go? Video City. It was fantastic. Do you remember there was a stand-up gig at a video store in Footscray for a little while? Did you guys ever go there? No, I didn't do comedy in the early 90s. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so the character... the person that the episode is referring to the title is referring to is jimmy the greg who yeah quanny you're right um smooth jimmy apollo from the episode who phil hart voices who has his lock of the week that's who that that's who he's parodying so right, a bit right. of trivia for you there there are quite a lot of um jokes that i feel you or references that you would only get if you grew up in america in this episode actually oh not um, only grow up in america but like like you're saying with the episode title it's you would have to follow football. Yeah, yeah. Um, At least well enough to know a commentator slash fucking analysis person's nickname. Yeah, exactly. Like, see, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like, this episode takes place in the same season as Homer at Bat, which mm, yeah. uh, me as someone – like, I, 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 I follow a fair bit of uh, uh, baseball, and I've only, but I've only done that in the last maybe, like, 10 or so years. Mm. Um, but that – doesn't require virtually any knowledge of baseball no. to find yes. to get the references or even the players. Even. Like yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't matter that you don't know who they are. It's they make up a little story for all of them, or you get enough context yeah. from the situation that it stands alone. And it's always the thing about the great episodes of this show, like especially rewatching them. It's like the stuff is the best ones are like cameos, references, and stuff that are funnier if you know them, but is still a well enough written joke and show and everything that even as a kid where you've got no idea who the fuck any of these people are, it's still got to be fucked yeah. on its own. Whereas um, I know before we started watching, Quanny, you said that you're not a big fan of this episode. Is that no. part of the reason? Or um, I don't... Well, I think it's... Look, the, the litmus test for every Simpsons episode is, is it funny? Is it funny? And I don't think this is a particularly funny episode. Um, I think I there's a couple, there's some, yeah, I know, but I'm like that, like, this is like, it's like three for me yeah. for this one, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll save the ratings for the end there. Webby's. No, no, no. Three uh, laughs. Oh yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. 
Like there's three times uh, in the episode where I go, yeah, I laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's got well, moments I mean, it, that my mum would remember and quote. It all <laughs> seemed very basic and simple. Like it, it really came and across I, like a basic sitcom. And it was all really simple sitcom lines, setups, yeah. like the scenarios. Absolutely, know. because it's, it, it seems like a season two episode. Mm. And I think because I, yeah. I, I realised I didn't like this episode because I literally watched it last week. I started re-watching season three for some reason. And you're going through and you're like, this is such a funny season. It's so mm. good. Mm. And this is the only really, and it's where that real Simpsons brand of humour that would define them for the next six seasons, seven yes. seasons, well, really came the- into its own. There's some absurdist, you know, like this season just really hammers home, as we're saying, perfect uh, uh, cameos and references. But uh, yeah, this episode, it, it it feels very season two. But th- this season already has two other Lisa Homer episodes. Mm. Yeah, uh, you've got Lisa's Pony, and you've got Lisa the Beauty Queen, oh, and yeah. they. And the thing is, is Lisa's Pony happens four, or five episodes before this. Mm. Yeah, and in that, Homer is a selfish jerk to Lisa, right? And the resolution is fantastic. It's uh, he redeems himself in this. He is just a selfish jerk to her, and he does nothing to win her back. <laughs> it is like he doesn't oh, do anything. He, he apologizes and then tries to get her her, her tips. Well, so can I just like, like in this episode, I didn't really like anyone. Yeah, like you know what I mean? Because it's like okay, the only th- the only thing I re- like uh, found in common or that I liked in any way in the episode is that Bart's melting army men with the magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, I always see that in things as like a way to show that, oh, this is a bad kid. This is a, a, a little yeah. kid who's up to no good. And it's like, I used to do that and I thought I was being really creative. We used to light them <laughs> up with firecrackers. Oh, no. Like, see, what I used to do is get other toys that had broken and do like a fucking Sid from Toy Story. And like, I'd use the magnifying glass. And like, so I had like the little shotgun army man with wings and shit. Because they'd like, you know, it'd break off something else, some little like bird toy or whatever. And so I just like melt it and put it on. So now I'm like, now I've got wing shotgun, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like the relatableness of going clothes shopping with your mum. Yeah. Because um, that was always the worst possible time. Yeah. I remember mm. my mum used to always go, she'd always used to take me and my sister shopping. Um, and I hated. I'd complain the whole time because mm-hmm. uh, they would. They would also want to try on clothes, do this. I just want to get clothes, and her, they should always use the threat of, "Well, next time you can go with my. You, next time you can go with your father. I'll get your father to take you. Next, like Dad's going to beat the shit out of me and have a scarf. <laughs> like <laughs> and the thing that's was, probably going to be quick. Your clothes just. But won't I'm saying, fit. I it's- remember. <laughs> I remember that was a big threat that she was going to use, and then eventually uh, did do a shopping day with Dad, uh, and it was great. Right. Walk into the shop, do you want this one? Yep. Then we got Subway. It was awesome. <laughs> Some things I did like about this episode were the um, the moments of them acting kind of like a real family. Like I thought it was quite sweet, the scene where they're at the restaurant and they're kind of making each yeah. other laugh. Oh, there are some great moments. I really like the animation in this and I think it goes to show, especially when you compare it to, say something like a, a family guy or whatever. Yeah. Which uses like the same stagnant frames. And yes. I hear there are so many great shots of like Mo's bar 
mm-hmm. that I've never yeah. seen before. Like there's a great shot where, where when Homer walks in to collect his money from uh, Mo's shoe, yeah, and it's like it, it, it's it's just it looks it's it's from like a low angle looking up. It's like I've never seen Mo's bar look that way. Yeah, it's like a Western um, style like saloon door entrance. Yeah, shot. it's the yeah exactly. And they literally yeah um, the door slams open with that single slam and echoes through the place. Yeah. Well, that dinner scene though, you say it's like a nice moment of them behaving like a family, and I kind of get that. But at the same time, I just had that moment of when Homer does the snaps his fingers for the waiter and i just had that memory of i fucking hate hate anybody who snaps their fingers at a fucking waiter it's like i just want to break your hands it's the most obnoxious thing homer is a villain in this episode absolutely straight up villain he has no redeeming moment because that's normally like that's the thing normally like i said to me homer he's a good dude who fails trying to do the right thing in a bad way Yep. That's that's his character sort of thing. And in this one, it's just, like, <laughs> at the start, I'm kind of with him. Because there's the whole scene, like, the first, like, introductory scene that it's going to be a Home of Lisa episode where she's standing in front of the TV trying to show him this fucking box thing. I'm 100% on Homer's side at this point because it's like she knows he is watching something. Like, he's clearly set this up well in advance. He has strategically located snacks that literally trap him on the couch. He can't move because he's prepared himself. This is something he does and looks forward to. And you're just like demanding his attention and blocking the TV. It's like stand to the side. If I was reading a book and you put your face in between the book and my face, like I'd be allowed to get angry. But for some reason, when I sit three feet away from something, you're allowed to just stroll in and fucking take away my time. But then, yeah, the rest of the episode is just a dog. So, but it's also, I think, I think one. I mean, it might be different. I don't know if it was your kid. Um, nah, no, I get no sympathy nah. for, for me. Fair enough. But I do think, I do think it's like. Well, apparently, when they recorded that uh, scene, and Yardley Smith uh, said it was too harsh of a joke, is the bit where. Um, uh, they say where Homer says, "Oh, you got to go further, 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 <laughs> further." Yeah, like, uh, but it's like I don't think that's as bad as his behaviour for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, mm. like think- it's 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 just like, and it's also like, uh, like and the fact that he goes, "Oh, basically, said, there's no more daddy daughter day or what." Take a bowling, like you've got yeah, the bowling yeah. thing lined up. <laughs> I was I more. This is gonna sound like. I'm really just putting up that I am going to be a worse parent than Homer was in this episode. But, like, when I heard that, of her getting uppity about losing daddy daughter, like, her daddy daughter day is Sunday. There is three kids in that family. Homer has two days off. And you expect a whole day dedicated to just you? Uh, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. She's meant to be painted as a smart, intelligent person, but she can't do... You know, two days divided between three people does not mean you get Sunday. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, Maggie's a baby, so, you know. Yeah, who arguably needs more care. <laughs> yeah, and she's a stupid baby, which needs the most attention. Yeah, to see her try to throw that football, took a massive face plant. <laughs> I did like the little Maggie background jokes in this episode, like her being bathed in the sink. I thought that was nice. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a good little subtle, I like that. There are some there are some good little jokes. Like I'm a big fan of the the shoe in of the week. They make good yeah. points. That's very funny. <laughs> um, I almost feel like they could have kept going and bringing up. That's more what I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if that had been a few more stages, 
like a yeah. couple of extra ones, like just escalating. Yeah, I do. I do really like the security guards that take their guns to want to uh, shoot someone for a little girl for putting the socks because I love any cut. I love any moment that involves the random security guards in the world of The Simpsons. Yeah. I they do like random security guards like that watching something on a monitor. Yeah. So, the random security, the uh, random FBI in the van. Yeah. Like yep. just the somebody who's like, let's book them and roll. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> I, do feel, I do want to know why there's so many people, if you could go to any bar to watch the Super Bowl, <laughs> go on a fucking Moe's and watch you on that shit little TV... <laughs> It's there. That sounds like the worst fucking day. Well, they go there anyway. They're yeah, but there's so many people there. There's extra people there watching. Uh, it's it's crowded. I think it's, I think it's the old. Um, they're gambling with Mo. Like they're at the bookies. It's All right, fair it's more about getting paid out than it is about having a good thing to watch on. You know. Yeah. I was wondering because you got your book there. Does this come after Lisa the Beauty Queen? Um, actually, oh, sorry, I'm I'm wrong, Connie. Um, Lisa the Beauty Queen isn't until season four. I do apologise. Uh, Lisa uh, the Beauty Queen, I swear, uh, is season three. No, it's it's fourth episode of season four. It's very early season four, but yeah, there you go. No, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I've you might. Got, I've got I've the got season got... open right here. It's not in the list. Hang on, but I was it's... watching season three today. Maybe I was well, watching season. Four. Don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, that ruins it because I was kind of hoping because at the end of Lisa the Beauty Queen. Uh, he goes, um, can you remember this next time we ruin your life? So I was hoping, uh, oh, maybe that's why she forgave him. She remembered it. But, oh, okay. But yeah, it's like he doesn't, he doesn't deserve, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. Well, actually, hang on. There is the obvious one at the end where he goes on the hike with her out of guilt. Yeah, yeah. but he hasn't... Rede- yeah, he was redeemed so that they could go on the hike. They didn't go on the hike yes. as part of the, the redemption. The redemption happened anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In spite of himself. <laughs> What do we feel? Because I know you, you you were talking a little bit while we're watching it. Is the sort of um, the sort of anti gambling thing, which is so weird for us, yeah, like in Australia, because we used to do footy tipping in primary school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody, you get your little card, you get it handed back to you each week. You tick your games that you wanted. Like it's so ingrained that you just default know the rules with any tipping league. We're like, well, I didn't tip this yeah. week, so what happens? It's like, well, you get the away games, like a primary school. Yeah. it's just the same. It's just the same. It's like it. It, 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 it reminds me of like the um, Lisa versus the eighteenth. The what is it? The twelfth commandment. I don't know. Thou shalt not steal one where they're stealing cable. And it's like, once yeah. again, coming back to Australia, we still, we are more than happy to steal everything. Oh, steal <laughs> like, cable. Just when Lisa does the flip out, like, the, all of this was bought with dirty money. I'm like, what? What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? He didn't steal it. He won it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's so bizarre to me, even now. But yeah, it's so yeah. common throughout it where it's like, like, gambling is so such a bad thing in The Simpsons. Where, you know, like when Marge becomes a cop and whatever. And it's like, like the, the guy's just betting on their own poker game and like that's considered, oh, this is a moral outrage. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, Where it's like, wow. Like, fuck it. I should ask dad about this when he gets back from the TAB. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for us, it's just like, I don't, we don't see the issue. Like we don't, I don't think we even tax gambling in this freaking country. Like, the, the pokies are such a huge thing as the well. Pokies was yeah, massive. Yeah. The, the pokies was like, if we went out for dinner, it was part of going out for dinner. Like, you'd go out, we'd go to the Bowls Club, because Benella has three places to eat that isn't KFC. 
and you'd go to the bowls club, you'd have your meal, and then while we would maybe get a little jelly dessert or something, every all the adults would go and put spin fifty through the fucking yeah the pokies. Just at I love the idea is like like in this season you've got oh gambling's so wrong, gambling's bad, mm-hmm. and then like what in it within in the exact same season everyone's going crazy about the lottery. Like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says um, online. Uh, this episode portrays sports betting as an illegal underground activity. It is true that up until 2018, sports betting was illegal in the US in every state except in Nevada. Because we were talking about when we were watching this, how mm. we, as a contrast to this episode, um, we constantly have advertisements during sports for sports bet. Uh, what are some of the others? Uh, sports bet, Ladbrokes, uh, bet three feet, bet three four five, or whatever it is. Oh, three six five. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, so not probably. only do we have gambling here that's legal, but it's encouraged and it's constantly advertised. Hell, during, hell, gambling, gambling ads during lockdown is a great way for me to see my friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, it's Ben Russell. Hey, hey. it's Dave. This is great. <laughs> Hey, Huey! <laughs> oh, Kappa's in the pie one. <laughs> <laughs> Just for context there, a lot of uh, Australian comedians are in commercials. Should I go through my last last couple of nitpicks with this episode? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, go. So, one, Bart's gift is terrible. Both, like, as an item, <laughs> as a piece of shit little trinket, you don't need to have won hundreds of dollars in gambling to buy a fucking $2 trinket that they sell at a tobacconist's. It's just, it's a shit gift. He likes it, which I guess sort of makes it a good gift in terms of in-world, but I hate it. (laughs) I think, I think, I think it really does go to like uh, show like how good of an actress Meryl Streep is. Then in 1991, people are making a fucking joke about her winning all the Oscars and being the most versatile actress. And Mm. then like, it's still, I think she's gone on and proven that she's, better than she even was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, she's won more Oscars. She's been nominated more times and yeah, done a hell of a lot of different accents and ranges. That is one hell of an actress. Mm. If people are making that joke about you in 1991 and it's still more <laughs> applicable today in 2021. Yeah, totally. That's 30 fucking years ago. I was going to say, the only bit that got, like, a genuine laugh out of me the first time watching it is literally just one of those ones that's, like, an in-family meme. Like, it's this episode, because, like, I don't really like this episode, but it was on so often that it was just constantly, like, referenced. And it's just the little laugh that Homer does when he mentions that the only victim is Mo. (laughs) It's just this, like, they're just having a conversation, and he just pauses for a laugh that isn't, he doesn't hide it, it doesn't, it's, (laughs) the only victim is Mo. (laughs) It's just good to throw that little laugh in when we say other things. So it's like, yeah, that bit I cling on to. I also noticed that Miss Hoover, her hair proves that Marge's hair colour is actually natural in The Simpsons. Because I couldn't no, remember who Ms. else Hoover's has ha- blue hair. No, Miss Hoover's uh, hair colour changes. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, it's, it's blue, and then it goes to brown. Red, blue, yep, and then I think it's grey. Oh, red. But I did do a Simpsons trivia, and one of the questions was, is whose hair colour changes from being blue to... I think then red, and then I think then brown. Yeah, I think they default her to brown after a while, but I think because she was such a minor character, she was only popping up every now and then, the animators just couldn't, didn't keep track of it. But, like, Wiggum used to have black hair a lot. Lots of people. Yeah, there's, well, 
yeah, it's like changing hair colors, changing one. people's colors. I've, I've, yeah. The weirdest one I find is their clothes because I notice. Because <laughs> it's like, well, that's the only one that can happen. Well, I mean, you can change your hair yeah. color or whatever, but in terms of like who the character is, it's like, oh, his shirt's a different color. It's like, that's a weird thing to say to a person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just the waste of Troy McClure. Yes. It's, it really didn't seem like all it sort of said is like, ah, oh, he did the movie because he's in trouble with the IRS. It's like, yeah. But he didn't do it funnily. It was just kind of there. Definitely wasn't a classic Troy McClure. No, it? It, you forget he's even in the episode, really. It's just like they just, yeah, we'll use Troy McClure to literally fill a few seconds before kickoff. It's like it's, it's not even a good anything. But I did remember a piece of trivia that I saw while looking around for this episode to figure out which one yeah. it was. Uh, this episode did air just before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl 26, I believe. And they predicted the outcome correctly. Yes. And do you know the other bit of trivia regarding that, Webby? Uh, about the writers? About where the idea for the episode came from? That was no, the only no. other bit I remember. Um, they kept doing it. So then I've got here, when a repeat of this episode re-aired the following year mm-hmm. uh, a few days again a few days before the Super Bowl the staff redubbed the episode to mention Dallas Cowboys instead of Washington mm-hmm. I think Buffalo Bills were still in it and um, the Cowboys won so the episode was accurate again and ah. this kept happening so it continued to be accurate through Super Bowl 29 so three or four years they kept um, they guessed the right one <laughs> Does it show up in one of those god-awful fucking news articles you read about The Simpsons predicting the future? I don't read those. I Oh, they're, they're the worst they're articles in the world. <laughs> the world. They're yeah. just... I thought Murphy was just going to say, I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> no, we brought them up um, ages ago when we did the um, episode where uh, Lisa's wedding and we, yeah. we talked about how fucking terrible those articles are. Yeah, because they're so stupid. Yeah, I want to do. I want to say the. Uh, I want to say Alicia's the uh, the things Simpsons got wrong about the future. Every episode <laughs> yeah. is just chock full of them. It's yeah. so full of them. Yeah, that's Monty Quinn's oh, new show, Swing and a Miss. We go through the Simpsons uh, where they have future <laughs> episodes and just point out everything that didn't happen in the year two thousand and four. Well, yeah, and they keep bringing up people say the Osaka flu episode of The Simpsons, where everyone in town mm. gets the flu, is uh, was uh, foreshadowing the coronavirus. And like, no, they just had the flu. Like, the what flu. are you talking about? Yeah, that's what we try and tell the conspiracy theorists. It's not a flu. Like, <laughs> well, I did. Uh, we've mentioned the book a few times. Did you want to guess who the, uh, the side character is for the episode? A little, little bit of a fun game we've been doing. Oh, okay. Surely it's got to be the guy with the lock, right? Okay, that's Webby's guess. No, my guess is I reckon it is a character that has been in it a lot and they're finally getting their moment. And I'm going to say Sherry and Terry. I know why. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. They've got a moment in the show. The answer is... It's isn't it? Smooth Jimmy Apollo. Webby was right. Ah. The guy. They're not going to leave him uh, off if the episode's named after him, more or less. <laughs> like it's. Oh, I'll pay you that. Well, what's interesting, Miss Hoover doesn't get a character thing in the whole book, and neither does Sherry and Terry. No, um, Sherry. Uh, surely, no, no. no. Sherry and Terry Sherry do. And Terry the do. They do. They do in the next book. In the um, 
the the, the football episode. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Episode. the one. Yeah, start. Uh, but your cut. Your cut. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the football. Well, I was kind of right, so I reckon. Because <laughs> yeah. I've got the yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. I've got the, the answer books was yeah. In my it's the toilet, other. In my outdoor toilet back in Hobart, I have both <laughs> books sitting there. And so my part of the brain read that they were doing a football. It was either this one or Sunday Cruddy Sunday. Fuck you, Webby, for not knowing. Um, <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact, though. I tell because this go. won't get covered on this show. Because Murphy is a mainland snob when it comes to <laughs> The Simpsons. Sunday Cruddy Sunday. This is my bit of trivia, which is the yep. episode where they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and he has that that character that he meets, uh, Jay. Uh, he's voiced by fuck. Who's he voiced by? Uh, um, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Yeah, I knew he's one of those like comedy character actors. Yeah. Uh, is named after Jay Cogan, because his name's Jay Wallace or Jay. Uh, he's named Jay Wally Cogan. Wally Cogan, and he is named after Jay Cogan. And what's his name who wrote this episode? So there's a bit of fun trivia that there are two Super Bowl... Actually, there's actually, I think, at least three from memory now. But there are two (laughs) Super Bowl episodes I can think of. The writers of this, they paid homage by in the next Super Bowl episode by naming the character after That's pretty good. That's good. good. Well done, Corny. You're getting a point for that. I get a point for that. (laughs) Final thoughts on the episode. Uh, We'll start with Corny. I think, it's the, I think it's the weakest episode of probably probably the third best Simpsons season. I think it feels like a season two episode in season three. Yeah, I just... What, what's our rating that we give it? Is it out of uh, 10 or 10. out of 5? Okay. Out of 10, I give this a 6. Okay. And okay. I, do, I do think, to its credit, it is surrounded by so many good episodes. Yes. Well, yeah, like a few episodes after is Homer at the Bat, and you got separate. Well, Webby won't know what we're saying. Um, the one where Bart's the whole monitor. And you've got whole monitor episode is great. I rewatched that the other day. Mm. Actually, a really underrated episode from this season that I watched this afternoon while I was mowing my lawns. <laughs> um, How the fuck are you watching a show mowing the lawns? <laughs> Just got the laptop balanced on the handles. No, no. What I do is I put my headphones in, I put them into my phone, and I listen to The Simpsons like I listen to music. You know, so, so you listen I, to I listen to the episodes. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And I want to, fun. I want to get myself Simpsons pumped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The 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 Millhouse gets a girlfriend episode super underrated. Yeah, super yes. underrated. That is a hilarious episode. It's also got the subplot of Homer um, listening to the tapes. Yeah, um, fantastic. Yeah, mm. um, yeah Samantha Stanky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stanky, the whole episode yeah. is 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 just it's a it's so funny. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Is like I always used to think that was never an episode I thought about. That's how good yeah. season three is. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I think totally. this is the only dud episode in that entire season. Yeah, there you go. I'd give it like a four, man. Because like seriously, there was like one or two laughs in it for me. The only reason I'm giving it still. Because, like, I don't like doing the ratings compared to, like, other things. It just sort of sits on a 1 to 10 for me. But, like, the only reason this isn't as bad as, like, new episodes is because it's still paced like a sitcom. It still, like, follows the beats, the story and everything. It, it's still, like, technically 
all put together properly and flows as an episode correctly. There's enough little jokes in there, but it's like, it's just not, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I think, you know, some episodes don't have much of a story, but there's just so many good cutaways and classics, um, non sequiturs. I felt like, and look, maybe it's, again, just because we didn't, we um, aren't familiar with US football, but... Well, it's like literally in this one, the only cutaway I can immediately remember is the one where Lisa's having the dream about her future as a degenerate gambler. Yeah. And there's no yeah. jokes, really. It's literally just a bad dream of hers. And like, yeah. I'm like, are you compare- a few jokes in there that are yeah. not just the fact that she's been doing it since she's 12 and it's like extreme in terms of her reaction. It's like, there's no jokes in there. Have something ridiculous. Mm. Like it's yeah. it seems really by numbers when like yeah like when you say compared to everything else, this seems so by the book. Yeah, so I think I'll give it a, I'll give it a six and a half. There were still Dude, like that's still almost that's still an almost seven, mate. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, uh, think about what you're thinking about. What else I'm you've given a seven to? I'm going a five. I'm, I'm giving it a five. Okay, Cause, yeah. Because no, seriously, man. Fair. Think about what you're giving a seven I'm going to. Back. Yeah, like what episodes from this you would give yeah, a seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? You guys have talked me into it. I'm going. I'll drop it I'm down. I'm going five. Six. Okay. You go I'm six. Going six. I'm, I'm going, going five. Six. I'll keep it at four. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's yeah. yeah no, it's sort of that thing. Yeah. You can tell it's from the era when The Simpsons is good, but it's just not good. <laughs> Got anything to promote? Anything? I've not left the house in days. Yes. Just the fucking what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> Actually, I'll promote one thing. If you'd like to join my cricket club for this season, the Thornbury Turf Strokers is looking for people to fill our men's and women's teams. Please look for us if you want to play cricket. I know that there's not a lot of crossover between cricket and the Simpsons. Come play cricket for the Thornbury Turf Strokers. I was trying to remember if there was any cricket reference in the Australian episode. No, there is no cricket reference, AFL reference or rugby league reference. Uh, but there is a reference in uh, one episode where um, uh, it's raining outside and the uh, Apu and his family come into Moe's Tavern and she says, uh, Manjula says, um, uh, I wanted to play limited, I wanted to play international rules and you wanted to play proper rules. So it just fucking frustrates me. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you on about? I hate it. I hate it so much. Um <laughs> But they go to England, no cricket reference. They go to Australia, no cricket. They go to bloody India, no cricket. So here's hoping, <laughs> here's hoping the episode where they finally go to the United Arab Emirates <laughs> will have some biting satire about how they don't fill their grounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Can't well, wait for the Bangladesh his... episode of The Simpsons. Fuck, you've caught us on a good day, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corny and I just firing off on The Simpsons while we fucking deal with this cabin fever. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, Murphy, before you say goodbye, I'm going to say goodbye because I have to go away, but I will come back. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll uh, sign off and wait for you. <laughs> thanks, Corny. Uh, thank you, Webby. Thank uh, you, Murphy. Thank you, listeners. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, bye. Have we finished? Have we finished the podcast?